You guys step through the door and find yourself in an office space on the very top floor of a tall building. Looks like you're seeing Central Park, and you must be in New York. The Krampus Jr. runs to the window and presses his face up against it. Oh, cool! There's so many lights! It's like Christmas, but they're almost all yellow! Where are we? Paul, how can you not recognize you? <laughs> right, you're doing the butler bit. Welcome to your office, Paul. One of many. I have for you a simple task. One of your many justifications for having the wealth that you do is that you create value to the world, and you deserve what you earn. Well, knowing that you're about to be put in a bag of eternal torment, it's now up to you to figure out how to use those billions in a productive way that improves the world, just as you say you do. You go ahead and sit down at your desk, Paul. You can use the phones, the computer, whatever. You have until the stroke of midnight, after which I will weigh your money around your neck. Okay, so... You're going to weigh Mr. Sprinklewinker's money around my neck. But you do know that he pretty much invests everything. There's, like, very few liquid assets. I'm aware that you have quite a few liquid assets in your foreign bank accounts. Good luck getting those out on short notice. You have until midnight, Mr. Sprinklewinker. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. Okay, sit down at Mr. Sprinklewinker's computer and turn it on. Windows boots up. Takes a little while, goes through all the loading screens... And then it comes to a locked login screen. Okay. Well, Mr. Sprinklewinker's password. What would we be? The Krampus said he was a fan of me. Try Hail Hitler. Um, I suppose that's worth a try. I punch in Hail Hitler. Password invalid. Three attempts remain. Oh, try, um, password. Obvious, but much more likely. Password. Two attempts remain. Uh, I don't know. Um... Does he have a wife or anything? Someone precious to him? As far as I know, no. Actually, come to think of it, I believe that Mr. Sprinklewinker has one of those key fobs that generates passwords randomly. So it's going to be a bunch of random characters and numbers, and it's going to change every few minutes. Krampus Jr. shoulders in. He goes, oh, okay, try HK42076301222222. All right, I try that. One try remaining. Well, shoot, I really thought that one would work. Yeah, me too. Okay, okay, let's start from the top. Let's try... Ah! Okay, all A's. Ah! And enter. The screen locks up, you can make no more attempts. The Krampus leans over the computer and says, Well, Paul, your dedication to this butler bit has basically cost you your life. What happens after you put the money around my neck? We can continue on with the challenges, if you can get up and take the money off of your neck. Oh, so if I just lie there, then the challenge goes on forever and you never put me in the bag of torment? <laughs> I... I, I did not say that, but you know you know what? Maybe I'll, like, set you on fire at the same time. I'll do both if you take too long. Okay, okay. Well, get up. Are you just trying to get inside the computer? Maybe you can just take it apart. The Krampus Jr. pulls the desktop out from under the desk and begins to pry it open. Yes, you do that. Paul, I just wanted to say, looking at your imminent failure, I'm sorry I pushed you off of the, um... That thing back there, the platforms? Why did you do that? Well, you disrespected me. You made me angry. You were asking will for it. Will you stand three feet away from me, please? Fine. I will stand three feet away and think about you. Ah, oh, dude, you better worry about that when Hitler thinks about you. That's that's probably like... Come uh, over here, Dom, let's have a discussion. Oh, I don't know, dude. I don't really like to discuss things. No, 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 no. no. Come here, Dom. Dahmer, between you and me, I think Paul is losing his nerve. He's not even trying to get us out of the bag of torment. Yeah, he hasn't even tried the phones. I think you and I need to work together to make sure that Paul does not get away with stabbing us in the back. Okay. So I can rely on you. 
Oh, absolutely. Jeffrey Dahmer is the most reliable human being in the entire universe. Great. Good. I knew you were a good man. Ah, uh, totally. Okay, go over there and try and act natural. Ah, uh, well, I would act natural, but I'm gonna need a beer. Okay, just act nervous and like you're having alcohol withdrawal. Yeah, right, can do. I guess I walk over in the corner and sweat. Paul, I don't want to alarm you, but I just had a chat with Dahmer, and I think he is out to get you. Hitler, I asked you to stand three feet away from me. I am trying to help you, Paul. I am creating would, would you, a would, good situation shush, for you, shush. and you go are away. throwing it back in my face. No, you, you know you know what the problem is? The problem is I'm, I'm trying to go about this in the direct way. Krampus Jr., have you ever seen New York? Krampus Jr. looks up from his computer, which he has successfully pried open. He's holding several pieces of it in his hand. He goes, no, I haven't. By the way, are these the things you're looking for? Oh, those are them. Thank you. I guess take the hard drive or whatever and put it in my pocket. No problem. Well, how would you like to go out and look around New York? We could go to Central Park. We could... I think everything is closed just about, but maybe we could get a pizza. Oh, I've heard about pizza. Yes, I bet pizza is famous wherever you're from. Is it true that you squeeze the skin of the pizza from a cow? Sort of. Do I get to meet the cow? Generally, no. Aww. But who knows what interesting things you'll see. Come on, let's go downstairs. Is that fine, Mr. Krampus? The Krampus folds his arms and says, If you're committed to being destroyed by your own money, which, let's be honest, you were never going to get out of in the first place, I suppose you can gleefully waste the last few hours on Earth. Then gleeful I shall be. Hitler and Dahmer, you are welcome to stay here and not follow us. I don't you think mean, so. You mean, you're just, not going to leave without me. Unsupervised? No, no. Dahmer and Hitler have to go with you, Paul. Well, fine. It's New York during the bar crawl hours. You'll fit right in. You guys get in the elevator, you go down, someone tries to stop you from leaving because they don't recognize you, but then they realize you're leaving, and they're just like, uh, 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 never mind. You get outside in front of the building, and Hitler, a guy walks up to you, and then grabs your wallet and runs away. Oh, hey, hey, that man, that man stole my wallet. Hey. He turns the corner. He's gone. No one is helping you. But that man stole the Fuhrer's wallet. What did you even have in your wallet? Deutsch money and pictures of Eva Braun. Well, he's in for a surprise then, isn't he? Imagine the egg on that guy's face. It's the principle of the thing. I am the Fuhrer. You can't just pickpocket the Fuhrer. Well, evidently you can because he just did. Grampus Jr. goes, Wow, my very first mugging. Oh, that wasn't a mugging. That was a theft. Wow, my very first theft. And the night is only young. Come on, let's go find pizza. You guys find your way to a pizza parlor where they serve pizza late night? Does it look too fancy? Because I think I have to use my own credit card. And I don't know if it can be that fancy. A moderate-looking pizza joint. Okay, so New York does two types of pizzas. You can either get fancy business district pizza, or you could get the greasy garbage that they sell to almost everyone else. What's the difference? The greasy garbage is better. Wow. I mean, it's worse for you, but it tastes better. Go on in, approach the counter, and say, Garçon, I would like to buy a pizza and also pay for the pizza of everyone in the place and everyone who's got an order. The cashier looks at you and he goes, why, are you on drugs? No, I'm dying. I I have cancer, and I'm going to die. And so everyone gets a free pizza. Ah, shoot, but uh, sorry to hear that. You sure? I, I don't know if I can take free cancer money. It is my dying wish. It's like a make-a-wish thing, only for adults. You're absolutely sure. It, fe- it feels really slimy, really greasy, and this is a pizza joint, so you know when something feels too greasy. Yes, it's my dying wish. I'm dying of cancer. Will you let me buy everyone a pizza? Okay, all right. One pizza, and everybody else, your pizzas are on the house. There's a small cheer. Hey! The Krampus looms over you and says, Look at the small joy that you're spreading. You know, you could have done this all your life, Sprinkle Winker. No, I couldn't. I can't even afford this. 
But if I'm going in a bag of torture, who cares? It's all going on the credit card. The cashier goes, All right, that's gonna be about $640. Yes, whatever. Why is this pizza so floppy? You know, German pizza would be engineered far more efficiently. Krampus Jr. says, Oh my god, it's so fatty. Yes, if you give it a pinch, you can watch the grease roll down like a funnel. I can't believe I've never tried this before. Grandpa Senior says, don't tell your mother. So what do you guys want to go do after this? Do you want to see the Twin Towers? Mm, uh, uh, no. I want to find that man who stole my wallet. We're not going to find the man who stole your wallet. The cashier looks over at you guys and he says, so hey, what's up with your Hitler impersonator there? You do birthdays, guy? No, I do not do birthdays. Uh, don't worry about him. He's in character all the time. Who pays for a Hitler impersonator? Dunking booths, mostly. Hey, well, why don't you say something that only Hitler would say? Excuse me, I am not some freak show. I am Zephyr. I am Hitler himself. Hey, well, you're not you so know. good. I could do better. Uh, mein Kampf. Mein Kampf. That's not how I sound. You think that's how I sound? That's not how I sound. Eat your pizza, Hitler. No, I will not. I throw my pizza on the floor. Ah, oh, come on, buddy. Why you gotta be like that? Mein Kampf was a very serious book. I wrote it while I was in prison. I was being persecuted. <laughs> Dude, this guy is way in character. Oh, he's one of the best. So dunking booths, you say? I will dunk your booths in the gas chambers! Which, which, of course, I know nothing about. They are just a myth. <laughs> well, to be honest, I don't know what to do next in New York. I mean, we could go see the landmarks. There's the Brooklyn Bridge, and it's New York. You have practically infinite money, Paul, the Krampus says. You could be doing anything. You're going to sit here in a pizza parlor and eat sad pizza? The cashier goes... Hey, it's not sad pizza. Wait, wait, can can he see you? Uh, yes, but he just sees a very tall friend. He doesn't actually see the Krampus. Well, I mean, the fact of it is, I, I, I don't know, given just a few hours left to live, I don't know what I would want to do. I never settled down. I was sort of married to my job. Well, Sprinklewinker, they say that money can't buy happiness, and I suppose that you are living proof. I would say that you are an anomaly, but you are not. Oh, no, Mr. Sprinklewinker never did seem happy. You're quite comfortable, though. Oh, comfortable, yes, but happy, no. You could see it in his Twitter post. He'd be on there all day long complaining about this and that. Krampus Jr. says, what's a Twitter? Krampus Sr. says, nothing, nothing. It's evil. Don't, don't worry, it's evil. Oh, well, what about you, Krampus? Are you happy with your line of work? Oh, I love it. That's why I quit doing the trials and more or less just gave up on judging humanity because you all just make me feel so fulfilled all the time. Okay, okay, I get it. You know, this is just me talking, you know, the end of the world kind of speculation, but um, maybe the problem is you focus a little bit too much on, on the negatives. People like you, Sprinkle Winkler, don't deserve to get away with what they've done. I know every last sin, every terrible thing that you've done. The meaningless little things that you do in between those sins is not enough to absolve I'm you. I'm not saying there should be absolution. There should be punishment, sure, but, but look... At the state of things, Mr. Sprinklewinker has triumphed in the eyes of the general public. Every time he does wrong, he's, he's resuscitated by the system that supports him. He's practically a product of society. No one likes it, or few people do anyway, but of course people follow in his footsteps when they see how well it pans out for him. He makes billions and, and receives awards and accolades and gets to meet with the Queen of England. You goosed her on the buttocks during a party. Did he? Yes, twice, and she was mad both times. Well, he was a scoundrel and a philanderer. But you know what? People still say the nicest things about him because people want to be inspired. They want to be inspired by greatness. They want to see reason to strive to do good in the world. 
That is a natural instinct people have. It is a natural inclination. And that is why they see good in evil. When evil succeeds. And, and you know what? I think there is a kernel of something there that, that we could both learn from. We learned that humanity is nothing but gullible rubes who repeat the same evils on for eternity. No, that is what you see. Because you have all the information that all these people lack. Do you think Mr. Sprinklewinker really knew more than the average person? I imagine that he himself was looking for greatness among great people and yet had no peers who were truly great. So he began to believe that his own actions reflected some sort of grander purity. He tried to fill the void in a vacuum and, and assumed that all the accolades came because he deserved them. The fact is, perhaps by the efforts of a few wicked men, greatness has not been elevated as well as it should be. And those evil men who bring around such a world do deserve some sort of comeuffance. But much more importantly, we must elevate people who do well, who do good. You know, I had the exact same thought. We should have the good people breed, and then we should do something about the bad Hitler! people. Hitler! I was trying to make a heartfelt oh, speech! Oh, yeah, yeah, real original. Oh, is there something wrong with society? We should improve society. Slap Hitler. At least I did something when I waxed philosophical. Your brain is made of wax! Tackle. Hitler and Paul go to the ground. You're wrestling and rolling around on a greasy pizza floor. Try and fish hook Hitler. You are ruining a beautiful message I was getting through to the Krampus! Bite Paul's finger. Ah! You don't understand greatness! Himmler had it all figured out! He bred chickens! He bred chickens! I'll kill you! Not if Germany kills you first! Alright, 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 alright. The Krampus picks the two of you up and splits you apart. Alright, you idiots, you're supposed to work against each other, but this is just dumb. Get over here, I will kick you in your teeth! I am not like him! I am not like him! Yes, yes, Paul, I'm well aware that you believe that you're more of a visionary than Hitler. Who doesn't believe that these days? I meant we should see the good in people! Not that we should punish them all the time! I did see the good in people! I, I saw the good and I tried to make them have sex! So they would have good babies! I don't mean as a eugenics thing! Ugh. Krampus, please. What I mean to say is, is, we have to create good in the world if we want to see good in the world. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But I'm not really all about creating good in the world. I'm not here to arbitrate how humanity should go forward. I really come at the end of things and then assess how you've done. But why? It's all after the fact. No wonder you have poor job satisfaction. What difference can you possibly be making? What do you think, Paul? That you're going to cut me down and I'll realize, oh... Oh, I shouldn't be punishing Paul now. Why, why, who am I? I don't know, I've always been powerless. I'm just saying there has to be a better way than this. There has to be a better way than everyone being powerless and then just suffering at the end of the day. That's life, Paul. And is that not what Hitler said when he ruined millions of lives? Actually... He said that for the better greatness that life just has to be. I, it's also small-minded. Who cares if you punish me after I I'm I was gone? far more eloquent than that. What good does it do for everybody else? I take satisfaction in it. And tomorrow, if your son were to take this mantle, would you be satisfied to know that he carries on in the cruelty that you profess to stand against? I would know that he carries on an important tradition of punishment that must be upheld. I have been doing this for many, many hundreds of years, far longer than you've lived, Paul. Quite a number of you in this bag are eloquent speakers. I'm not going to be turned around on the snap of a finger. Then I suppose it remains a fact that evil rarely sees reason. Paul, I believe it is time that you see the futility of your efforts. Because each of the punishments that will befall you are created by you yourself. I have little say in the matter. And though you cannot turn me, I, with the snap of a finger, may turn you. The Krampus reaches up and he snaps his finger. Everything goes dark, and then you find yourself sitting in a dark room with a small sconce lighting the area. 
They say that when you die, you cannot take it with you. But your money binds to the soul like an iron chain. No matter what you do, the weight of your sinful cash will hang upon you. All I do now is hang the money which clings to your soul around your neck. What you have not spent, and what you have spent in vain, will now crush you. The Krampus plunges his hands into your back. It's icy and cold, like knives ripping into you. And then it's quickly over as he pulls out chains and drapes them around your neck. He wraps them around a little while and says, What? What, what, what is this? What is this? Where's the rest of them? He drives his hands into your back again and then comes up empty-handed. Oof, oof. Uh, yes, I think you'll find my bank account is a bit more shallow than you anticipated. But you, your Swiss bank account alone should be enough to crush you. Oh, you, you, you know about the Swiss, do you? Yes, well, as I have been saying, I am the butler! I am not Sprinkle Winker! No, 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 no! Uh, it's been so long since I've done this trial. Cle- clearly, clearly! The mortals have invented some new diabolical form of accounting. <laughs> oh, you thought you'd get one over on the Krampus, did you, Sprinkle Winker? Befuddle me with your words, and then turn around with your evil math. Are you admitting that you're not omniscient, Krampus? Silence! I don't know how, but the weight of your soul won't crush you alone. But that doesn't mean you've escaped the bag of torment, Paul. Krampus Jr. runs up and tugs on his dad's arm. Does that mean I get to do my next? Can I do my next, huh? Are we going to do my trial? His dad goes, Ah. Yes. Yes, of course, of course. He pats his son on the head. Yes, I I did promise you'd get to do half the trials. Oh, boy. Okay, mine's really good. You guys aren't going to pass mine. A new door opens up and Krampus Jr. scampers through excitedly. Krampus Sr. turns to you. Oh, Paul. You think you've outsmarted me. But now you've fully grasped my attention. I will figure out how you beat this trial. Oh, and there will be a reckoning. Now come along. My son awaits. I sure hope he spikes the eggnog this time. I just hope it's not another frivolous test. You have your eye on me, Krampus. But I'm watching you. 